0: This is the 10th anniversary of one of the most amazing days of my life. And here's the podcast I did that day. I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Good night. I am sitting here in my big, comfortable black leather poppet chair in my living room, which is very good because I got an email a little while ago with some news that would have knocked me down if I weren't already sitting. When I finished reading that email, I called my lady, Wonder Witch, and I told her about it, and she said something that sounded like, oh my God, wow, and I think she said it while she was holding her cell phone out at arm's length as she got to the word, wow, because I only think that's what she said. Because the the last word came out on a note that was so high and loud that I couldn't really hear it, but golden retrievers for three blocks around fled in terror, and windows and eyeglasses cracked all over our zip code. <laughs> it, was, it was tremendous news, but... You know, it really screwed up my day because I completely forgot about everything else, including the fact that I was supposed to be interviewed on a radio program about my books and CDs. And I forgot about it, which was not only unprofessional, it was simply inconsiderate and impolite. And I'm a Louie Louie generation guy. You know, Louie Louie generation guys have manners. Ta-da! don't take manners to extremes. I mean, I don't don't knock on an oyster before I open its shell. And I I can't stand that political correctness stuff where you, you don't tell a guy he's lost, you say, he is in the process of discovering alternate destinations, you know. You never call a guy a jerk, you just say he's suffering from a cranial rectal inversion. And of course, you would never call a guy a cradle robber. You would say that, um, he prefers generationally diverse relationships. I almost hurt myself without one. And of course, nobody has a dirty mind. Some of us have been known, however, to have introspective pornographic moments. You know, a lot of people say uh, political correctness is childish. But that's not true. It's stupid, and there is a big difference. Children are not stupid. In fact, they're quick learners. For example, when you're a kid, you learn that no matter how hard you try, you can't baptize a cat. (laughs) Lesson I learned firsthand. And if you're a little kid boy and your brother hits you, you shouldn't hit back because mom always catches the second one, not the first one. And you find out that no matter how good your dog is, you simply cannot trust him to guard your hamburger. And and you can't hide an asparagus stalk in your glass of milk. See, kids learn. Although there were some things that I never did figure out when I was a kid. For example, when Sister Mary Knucklebuster ran a fire drill, it was always line up in silence, no talking, short kids in front. Short kids in front. Why was that? Maybe she figured tall people burn slower, I don't know. No talking that was also a prime consideration in the in the duck and cover drills, where we practiced protecting ourselves from thermonuclear destruction by hiding under our desks. If <laughs> we did too, because we, we all figured the sister would give us that look, you know, if we talked during a, a hydrogen bomb explosion. Oh. Six details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake at night out the other ear and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. A guy by the name of John Ketzler recently established the world's record for eating an entire ox by himself. Evidently, it took him only 42 days to wolf it down. And you know, I think right there, is the inspiration for the word oxymoron. There is a very expensive restaurant in Spain where their specialties include goose liver ice cream, rabbit ears, and something made of vanilla mashed potatoes, shrimp heads, and Kellogg's Rice Krispies. You can't make this stuff... I guess, no, I guess they did make this stuff up. (laughs) But, um... I said, people don't eat such creations without reservations, I would think. I said, well, you have to make, because believe it or not, this restaurant is a very popular place. When the smart guys in the white lab coats announced in 1954 that smoking might cause cancer, the percentage of smokers actually went up, proving once again that smoking is one of the leading causes of statistics. Dicks to tales, they take your mind off your mind. What a surprise that email was. I mean, wow, what a wow. And I was a disc jockey for a long time, so I was used to rejection. More music, less talk. How do you think that makes a disc jockey feel? Of course, disc jockeys are kind of brown shoes in a tuxedo world. And, of course, disc jockeys aren't the only people who don't quite fit in. I had a friend by the name of Bill who had that kind of problem. And there is a story about Billy and his lady in the Night Connections 2 personal audio CD. It's called The Quiet Man's Woman. Some nights aren't made for sleeping, and this is one of those nights. You're married to a man who doesn't talk very much about what he does while he's gone all night. But you have your ways of finding out. You didn't tell him that you knew that he picked up a prostitute last week. And when she tried to rob him, he got into a gun battle with four other men. You found out that one man stuck a shotgun into his belly and pulled the trigger. And the gun misfired. Your husband shot the man and two of his friends. fourth man got away, but he found out where your husband works. And he sent a letter promising to kill him this week. You've been married almost 15 years, and you know he's no saint. You certainly know that, but you love him, and he loves you and the three kids. You never tell when you find out about these things. You understood the kind of man he was when you married him. You were a beauty in those days. When you remember to stand up straight and smile, you can still turn a few heads. And he was strong and funny and crazy in love with you. There was always a touch of sharp steel about him under all that charming little boy way that he had. And you knew that he had a temper, but he was always very protective of you and then later of the kids. You just never thought it would come to this. Money's a little tight these days, but you get by pretty well. It's a still pretty nice middle-class neighborhood you live in here in the city. Days are fine. It's just the nights have been getting more and more restless over the last few years. Just about an hour to go and he should be coming home. You have a lot to do in the morning. You've been driving the school bus for a few extra dollars. You know you're going to be tired. But you also know it won't matter. You're going to wait up just this one more hour. In fact, you think maybe you'll fix your hair and put on a little lipstick... And then when he walks in that door, you're going to remember to stand up straight and smile. You're going to seduce him right out from behind that gold police detective badge that he's so proud of. Billy was a good guy He's a funny guy Always wanted to be a cop Ever since the time he was a little kid and he was Growing up in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn And he saw the They used to call them black and whites at that time Because the police cars were, were black and white And he always, always wanted to be a cop He was a funny guy too He called me on the station's private hotline one night and he started to describe a a really ugly, bloody murder scene that he was investigating. And I said, hey, you know, Billy, why are you telling me this while I'm on the air? And he kind of laughed and he said, they had the radio on when the shooting was going on. And guess who they were listening to? Oh, boy, that got my attention. The bad guys got my friend, New York City police detective, Lieutenant Billy McCordy. That was a lot of years ago, when I was still at WNBC. But I still miss Billy. It's a story called The Quiet Man's Lady, and it's from the Night Connections 2 personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com and download it from the Night Connections 2 icon there on the homepage. I guess I should tell you about that email that knocked me down, you know, that wow... (laughs) I feel kind of funny about it, to be honest, but if, if I don't tell you about it, you'll probably hear about it anyway, because the folks who sent the note said they plan on doing quite a bit of publicity, but before I read the note to you, I want to personally thank Nancy and Bonnie of Books and Beyond radio program for forgiving me for forgetting everything else I was supposed to do, including their interview when I read that note. They're good radio folks, so they forgave me and they said, we'll do it again next week. Okay, the note says in part, quote, Hey Dick, the museum has just unveiled a complete redesign that tells the story of rock and roll in a more linear fashion. We have updated all museum technology to state-of-the-art, including the interactive kiosks. You and your impact on rock music are featured in the new exhibit. Signed, Margaret Thresher, Director of Communications, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum, Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. Good night.